Hello and welcome to the Online Education Pod, a weekly podcast about online and digital created by Zuma. I'm Doug, this week's host, and today I'm joined by my colleague Annika Eriksson to talk about what buyers look for when they're choosing an agency to work with. Now, this topic is a slightly different focus to what we usually talk about on the pod. It's going to be a bit more agency specific today, but I thought it was a really good topic to take up with Annika specifically. At the moment, she's a project manager here at Zuma, but she has a huge amount of experience in marketing and business development roles at a major company earlier in her career. And she's actually been responsible for choosing agencies like Zuma and buying their services. So there's not many people here at Zuma who have that kind of experience. So I took my chance and asked her about what she used to look for in an agency when she was a buyer, what typically made a good first impression on her when she was meeting these agencies, and probably the most important thing, what an agency can do to make sure the relationship lasts beyond the first project. Thanks very much to Annika for joining today. I think we had a great discussion, and thanks very much to you for listening. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome, Annika, to the Online Education Pod. Thank you, Doug. Happy to be back. Yeah, back again after uh, your last episode, which seems like it wasn't very long ago at all, but it probably was quite a few weeks now when I think yeah. back. Time's moving fast. Yes, um, and uh, I invited you back um, kind of for the same um, reason, because, uh, you know, last time we spoke about... Um, creating customer experiences and things because that was something that you'd worked with in the past and again uh, this time for the same reason I want to get your insight uh, as someone who hasn't been a Zuma person for you know uh, 20 years or something like that like some of us have so you still have a bit of uh, the real world um, experience uh, fairly recently in your past but um, today I, I thought we would ask um I guess this is a little bit more of like an inside out angle thing from us this time, because, you know, usually we talk about what we think uh, customers should do and try and give tips like that. But now it's kind of the reverse, because basically I wanted to speak about what buyers look for when they purchase the kind of services that Zuma provides or, you know, similar agencies. And you've been in that kind of position, right, as as a buyer of those kinds of services. Yeah, I have for uh, for quite a long time and in different types of, of uh, structures and setups. And it's um, something I try to think of when I'm now sitting on the agency side and uh, working with the clients. I'm trying to remember how was I thinking when I was the client, um, which of course is a great experience to have, hopefully something that can uh, help me deliver better to our clients. I mean, yeah, exactly, because like you say, you've been in their shoes, so hopefully you know um, what makes a good partner and, and what things are annoying. Mm. But, um, so yeah, if, if we just kind of take the most basic question, really, what, at least we can say when you worked in that role, what were the main things you looked for from a company like Zuma, for example? Depending on what I was trying to solve, uh, it could be edge in a certain area. Uh, something that that agency were known for doing very well. Uh, it could be, if it's more 
less edge, more mainstream, but still something that needs to be high quality and, and so on. I would look for somewhere, someone that would instill a lot of trust, uh, that I could trust that they would deliver good. It would be on time. It would be on money. It would be where I don't have to worry as much as a client and be confident that, that this is going to be good quality in, in all the different aspects. So it depends on what it is you want to achieve and what you're trying to solve as a client. Um, it differs a little bit. Yeah, I think that's a good thing to bring up what you said, that you can trust that they're going to do a good job. You know, it's like peace of mind, really. You know, and I've noticed that with our customers, you know, a lot of the, the people who have contact with Zuma also have a hundred other responsibilities in their own companies, you know, and they, uh, you know, don't want to be too bogged down managing and taking care of what we're working on you know so i guess that's pretty important that you should have that trust that things are going to be okay yeah situations you have as a client often uh, is that maybe you have to be responsible for whatever it is you're buying and you have to answer back to a management team or colleagues or whatever so um i try to think about uh, giving the client the chance to deliver good things into their organization. Mm. And uh, sometimes you even have to think about how how can I make it easier for them to explain to their colleagues what they're doing. Um, so you have to think about the client and maybe the client immediate team, but then also think further into their organization. Is it important for the client to be able to deliver financial updates on the project? Then make sure they have that. Or is it more important that they have a continuous uh, reports on, I don't know, imagery, brand, whatever, then make sure that they have that. So make it easy for the client to be a client, basically. Yeah. yeah. After you've understood what it is they want to have. Yeah. And I think kind of sticking with the trust thing, because I think that's an interesting way of looking at it. When you were um, selecting a part, you know an agency or a partner or whatever you want to call it is it more of like a logical decision or a bit more emotional you know is it is it based on you know i have a good feeling about these people that i've spoken to or is it that they've shown me their past results and uh, they look convincing or is it both i think it's different in different situations if i take one of the last ones when i was actually a customer of zuma <laughs> One of the last ones where I, I choose agency, and that was very much based on some pretty cool stuff that they were able to show that they had done for another, or, or we, you, we, Zuma, mm -hmm. had done for another client. And we could see that that would fit very well with what we were trying to achieve. Um, so that was a lot of trust in terms of they were able to prove that they had already done this. And that was uh, a large part of why we choose to uh, to solve that particular thing with Zuma. Mm. And um, so it's kind of, yeah, uh, I guess you need both things, right? You can't, even if they show a really good case, but then they're not trustworthy. You, you feel like they're a bunch of crooks or something, then that's not going to work. Yeah, no, it's, if it's someone you work with over a long time, uh, you obviously then get to know whether or not they are trustworthy in the sense that things are delivered on time, on spec, on money, on uh, quality and, and whatnot. Then that builds trust. 
Mm. So, um, and that very much has to do with not only the agency, but the people in the agency are very important in that respect. Um, so it's, it's important over time to make sure that you're still on point with all these different things so that you, that you know that, that you can't, yeah, don't forget that, you know, you have to make sure that you keep that level the whole time that you did when you first got the client to, to join. Then of course you can develop together with the client, but always make sure that those, uh, whatever the client chooses you for in the beginning is still something that's very important along the yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was going to ask about that as well, you know, obviously, and this is something we kind of speak about when we talk about marketing and sales and things, you know, it's that, well, HubSpot talks about this a lot, you know, even after someone becomes a customer, there's still like a kind of flywheel effect and, um, you know, it's, it's not like the funnel or whatever you want to call it just stops when they become a customer. They need to also be happy after that. And I guess that applies to us as well. Um, so, you know, in that way, uh, are there any other factors that are important for making sure that the partnership remains a good one even after that initial kind of successful uh, agreement? Yeah, I think you're, you're absolutely right. And when you think about the flywheel, you want them to be a customer over time. And if you uh, compare that to the to the car industry, you obviously want a customer to uh, to continue being a customer even when they change product. Uh, so it's it's very much about knowing where the customer are along the journey. And uh, just as we think about it when we think about uh, inbound, you have to know where they are and then sort of uh, adapt your offer to that. If it's brand new, then it's uh, a different situation. If it's somewhere where, okay, now we've worked together for two years, how do you keep this client and, and continue to make them happy? Well, then it's a lot about knowing a lot about the client and their products and their market and their customers, etc., so that we can be proactive in suggesting ways forward. Mm. Uh, so I think the further along the, the relationship you go, you have to be more proactive and less reactive. And uh, if you think about in your previous roles, uh, were there ever any times when you got a really good first impression of uh, an agency or uh, a company that was looking for your business? And um, why was it so good in that case? I think the times where I got impressed very quickly, it was the thinking behind whatever it was they were offering. Not just something that I was a, 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 for a long time in marketing and PR in, in different uh, roles. So not just because something looked cool or nice or whatever, but the thinking behind it, that there is uh, attached to some sort of business reason. I mean, anyone can do something cool. If it doesn't actually tie into something or supposed to achieve something, it's not really worth looking at. Mm. So I wasn't very easily dazzled by good looks, <laughs> mm -hmm. but I wanted to know that it was actually tied to, to uh, something that we wanted to achieve, yep. um, whatever type of situation that was. Mm -hmm. And on that same kind of topic, um, you know, you don't need to give any specific examples maybe, but do you think there's any mistakes that companies like Zuma uh, sometimes make when they're trying to approach and yeah, I think back to my answer to the last question. Uh, but at least for me, I mean, everyone who buys services like this is different. Yeah. It's very individual. Yeah. But for yeah. me, it was if you try too hard to dazzle me with uh, with looks and fancy impressions, then that made me sort of, whoa, <laughs> you spent all that energy into painting a front. What's behind it? 
there has to be equal amount or not you know in more thinking behind what I'm actually looking at so if you come and spend and I can very easily see that you spent all your energy on the front and there's nothing behind then sorry but no uh, so that would be something where I would just go no you completely misunderstood the how to engage uh, a client in a, in a client agency relationship. For me, then, I mean, everybody's different, but that was- Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. of course. But um, at least now we know how to sell to you. <laughs> so if there's any like insurance salespeople listening or something, then uh, <laughs> we'll know what to do next time I call. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you very much, Annika. It was uh, it was really interesting to get your uh, perspective on this. As like I said, someone who's been in the real world a bit longer than I have. Yeah. Thank you. Like always fun. Good. Good. Thanks again. Bye. Bye bye. Well, thanks again to Annika for joining today, and thank you to you for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, which I hope you did, then please subscribe. You can either do that right here, whether you're listening on Spotify or Apple or SoundCloud or wherever you are, or you can subscribe uh, through our site. That way you'll get an email every time we release a new episode. Uh, you can do that by going to zuma.agency, or the easiest way is just to Google the online notification pod, and uh, you'll find your way there. Thanks again, and see you next time.